At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Lombardi Line, we get you going on a Monday here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the Visa studios here at the South Point. There he is back in the office, Michael Lombardi. Michael, how you doing this Monday? I'm great, Patrick. How about you? Are you doing good? Yep. Everything good? Yep. Doing. Your Lions played hard. They, they did. They played hard. They played their asses off, and they tried to – they got a trick bag yep. there – Fake punts and onside kicks and uh, still a loss. But as you said, I was going to bring a rock in. I saw yesterday walking the dog and say, just use that as an example of what playing hard means. A rock. That is it. There Michael. you go. Uh, it's going to rain tonight, by the way. So we know Seattle is catching four. <laughs> and it rained last night. I love how you worked that in there. What do you mean? I love how you worked that in there so quickly. <laughs> I mean, you worked that weather in so quickly. There Thank was such you. a great segue Thank you. in there. I well, mean, the funny part about last night was, you couldn't have been worse. They had porta potties blowing over up in San Francisco. Still clears the over. Still is still still post to the over there and uh, the game. Maybe we should start there with the Sunday night affair. Great call on the Colts. I mean, it would have been even further. It would have been even further over if uh, Wentz doesn't just. I mean, what was he doing in the red zone when he just pushed the ball into the other guy's hand? I mean, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it slipped out you of know, his hand. You know, but look, there. the the Colts the Colts have played well the last four weeks. You know, they should have beaten Baltimore. It took the trifecta uh, of losing to lose to Baltimore. Wentz has played well the last four weeks. You know, nobody in Philly wants to talk about it, but the guy has played really well. It was a hard game. You know, he chose to wear a glove in that game. I'm not sure it's a smart thing because once the glove gets wet, it's kind of hard to really feel the ball. But, you know, pass interference penalties, he throws the ball down the field. You know, I mean, at what point does the coach go tell the DBs, look, most of these throws are going to be underthrown. Let's make sure we're turned around so we don't get P.I. You know, let's make sure we turn around so we don't get P.I. And, you know, that's what ended up costing them the game. I mean, really, when you break it down, that those penalties were brutal. That Those, those are, are the ones that you lose the game. I mean, they had 122 yards and seven penalties for buck 22, Patrick. Yeah, I mean, it was Jonathan Taylor and then chuck it up and hope to get a P.I. and then force turnovers, which they did. They forced turnovers. Right. The Colts, I, I thought that just watching the game, honestly, I thought they were the better team. And Jonathan Taylor, it, it, they, they compared him last night to Le'Veon Bell. I know you had the volume off. Uh, he's explosive. Uh, he's patient, and he, but he, he really and he's is. explosive. He's a very good back. You know, and if he could hold on to the ball, he's even a better back. You know, that was a hard day to hang on to the ball. That was really a challenge, and... 
you know, the first drive of the game, the Niners looked like they were going to blow this thing out of the water. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this doesn't look good. And, you know, I, th- I think Frank Wright is a good coach. I think his team plays with toughness. And I think, like I said, the last month of the season, they have gotten better. And they proved it last night in dealing with weather elements. I mean, here's a dome team going and playing in, a, in an absolutely, really, a, a torrential downpour. And they were the better team. I think if the, it would have been a perfect day, they still would have won. So after the game, no surprise here, constantly prickly. Uh, but Shanahan was asked about the quarterback situation. Garoppolo wasn't great, said he was still dealing with a calf injury. He's noncommittal. When asked about, you know, Lance should be good to go potentially next week. When asked, he says, well, I guess so when talking about Garoppolo starting next week. You know, I mean, I think he's, you know, this is, look, let's face it, Lance was an organizational decision. I was just doing the radio show, and somebody said, well, when Lance, will Lance come back? Like, people act like Lance is going to save the franchise. Mm. I mean, we went over the numbers. They they posted the numbers. Without Garoppolo, they're an easy bet against, aren't they? If they put Lance in there, don't you bet against them? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not even a question. I mean, if they make him go in there, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, look, do I think Garoppolo's a great quarterback? No, I don't. I, and I like Jimmy, and I wish he didn't make mistakes, but the throw over to the sideline on the hitch – I mean, is that his mistake that the receiver popped the ball up in the air? Mm-mm. You know? I mean, it's just unfortunate that these things happen. But, you know, he's getting blamed for everything. And they're 26-11 and 11 by my count, counting playoffs with him. Now they're 26-12. and 12. They have no – if they go to Lance, they'll look like they'll, that offensive line. You know, the left tackle didn't play. Trent Williams wasn't playing yesterday. Next week, Halloween, San Francisco at Chicago right now. You got three, three and a half with San Francisco laying it. So we shall see. And I guess that's a transition into Chicago as Fields continues to struggle. Your boy Tom Brady, is this good? He's got 600 touchdown passes. That is, at this point, that's 29 more. How many more? They pick, he picked up his uh, 29 more than Drew Brees, who's second all time. 600 touchdown passes in a route for the Bucks. Look, that game was over from the first snap. First of all, can I ask you a question? You're on the road. You won the toss. You're playing Tom Brady. The one thing you want to do in that game is control the middle eight. You want to be able to say, okay, we're probably going to need the score to end the half, and we're going to need the score to start to have to catch up or at least maybe keep pace. My man, Matt Nagy, you can't deny him. You just can't deny the Rue and the guru of Matt Nagy. I mean, come on now, Patrick. You know, he wants that football, baby. Give me the ball. I'm going to take it on. I want mm. the football. Three place punt. Three, Three place, place punt. punt. One of the worst, you know, I was on Mitch and Pauly earlier this morning, and we talked about, like, like the Patriots, the Patriots and the Bears. People say, well, the Bears are playing a rookie quarterback. So are the Patriots. Patriots played the Bucks. Right, And they set up a game plan that they could not get their quarterback killed in. Now, is the Patriots' offensive line better than the Bears? Maybe, but not by a lot. Right that, At that point, the Patriots had eight rushes for eight yards in the game. The Bears ran for 149 yards in this game. But they did nothing to protect them. This was, we said it on the air, this was Todd Bowles versus Matt Nagy. I'm taking Bowles every time. That's a perfect example as us as a better and as a betting network. The matchup of the coordinator. I was wrong on, 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 I was really badly wrong on Zach Taylor versus Don Martindale. That proved out to be the case in the second half. But this one, Bulls versus Nagy, take it to the bank. Yeah, Bulls. And also, you know, Fields does not look good. He does not look comfortable. The three interceptions, of course, he's getting no help from his offensive line. Offensive line is terrible. None. No, the receivers. But they knew that going they, in. They completely knew it coming in. I mean, they know in. it right. going in. I mean, they, they signed Jason Peters off, off. I mean, Jason Peters wanted to retire. He wanted to watch the games. He wanted to watch the red zone. He's out there making a million dollars. He didn't want this. But why are you going to turn down the money? You can't. Yeah, that one, like you said, it was over from the jump. And actually, I thought Brady was a little inaccurate in the first half, and then they just absolutely, a 38-3 win, closed 12, never in question. I mean, look, Nagy's played Wood, the coordinator in Cleveland, and he's played Bowles, right? Now, we know Detroit had a chance. Detroit was in the red zone how many times against them and couldn't come away with points, right? Anytime he goes against a good coordinator – as a rookie. Now, this week, he's got San Francisco coming back. D'Amico Ryans is coming in there. He's going to run his scheme. 
but they're going to put pressure on fields. They're going to run these blitzes. They're going to attack the protections of the West Coast offense, which is very easy to do, and they're going to make it very hard. So you mentioned Martindale versus Taylor. This was a shocker. A 41-17 blowout in Baltimore. Cincinnati ends up catching six with the closing number. Beat up on Baltimore. Jackson had been stellar against the Cincinnati team. By the way, last year against this defense, they ran for over 400 yards. Yesterday, just 115. That's the big story here for the Bengals. Obviously, Burrow and Chase, but the defense has gotten so much better. Your defense really did. But I think this is a commentary. This game was a commentary on where the Ravens are offensively. Look, Don Martindale's defense gave up 500 yards. They didn't tackle Chase. You know, here's the thing. The Bengals were only 0 for 1 in the red zone. They were only in the red zone one time. They were 0 for 2 in the red zone, 0 for 1 on goal to go. They were only down there twice. That means, what does that tell you? They made all big plays. And if you're going to give up big plays, you're going to lose. I mean, that's what's going to be the killer. you got to make them work the ball down the field. But Chase did the things he needed to do. And look, props to Zach Taylor for having a great second-half plan. But to me, I think this is a commentary on the Ravens. The Ravens, anytime they play against a good coordinator, a playoff-caliber coordinator, and the Bengals' defense, we've said it, is a good defense. But to me, this is a little bit about what to expect come playoff time and what you must be able to do for your offense to defeat this come playoff time. And I think so far the Ravens haven't been able to prove it. Look, the last three weeks, they sneak a win against the, the Colts, a miraculous win. They beat the Chargers. They, they killed the protections of the Chargers. They come back and get killed by the Bengals. I mean, we're talking about a 5-2 and two team that has a win over Detroit because of the, because of the uh, delay of the game that wasn't called. Have a, have a win against uh, Indianapolis that took a trifecta to do it. I mean, they could be a three and four team if anything, right? Could be, could be. The your, the takeaway two hundred yards plus from Chase. You see the numbers there. Two touch. Uh, excuse me, a touchdown. Two hundred one. Eight receptions. The combination. I mean, I guess. Uh, I, I Penne Sewell, I guess I was completely wrong because I'm like, why aren't you taking Sewell? Well, I mean, look, you know. It, it looks like that right now, but, you know, I mean, Chase is playing great, and he made, made Humphreys miss tackles. I mean, I think it was a, probably a, a miscalculation on, on the Ravens' defensive part to, to put – I would have put Humphreys on, their second, on, the, on the other – Higgins or, or Boyd and, and doubled Chase. I mean, you can't let – see, Chase has got the thing that makes all great receivers hard. He's hard to cover, but even harder to tackle. Hmm. Right, So you always have to ask yourself the question, can I cover this player and can I tackle this player? Right, And, he, and he's hard to cover and he's even harder to tackle. That's why you get 200 yards of offense. And he's got speed too. He's not overly big. He looks to be about six foot, you know, he's, but he's tough. Got a mentality. He forced 16 through the air for Burrow and nearly half of those go to Chase. So obviously there's a connection there. And I thought Mixon, who wasn't great in the first half, kind of got going, which makes their offense even that much more dynamic. Um, yep, it does. When, when we come back, and I know you uh, love Mixon, when we come back, we have to have a discussion about the Chiefs. I, I'd love to know what the Daily Coach yeah. and what you would say about fixing, Ooh, because it wow. is imploding from the inside out with the Chiefs right now. We'll get into the loss down in Tennessee next here on the Lombardi Line. You can find Michael on Twitter, MLombardiNFL. You can find us at VEASAN Live. We get it going. And we'll get you set up on Monday Night Football next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, football season is here. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, got you covered, along with in game betting, boosted out specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID, and you're ready to go. 21 or older, check out BetMGM for terms and conditions. 1 800 522 4700 if you have. A gambling problem. We got you back here, of course, Monday night, New Orleans in Seattle. Right now, that number is four. Open three and a half, New Orleans. Obviously, Geno Smith under center for Seattle. It's up to four and a total, which opened 44, Michael, down to 41 and a half. I mentioned going to be windy, going to be, should be rainy up in Seattle today. So that total's coming down a little bit too. Are we getting the Seattle rain up there? I, I defer this to you, naturally. You. Or are we getting are we getting that rain that we got yesterday uh, in, in in San Francisco? That is a good question. I'll have to, to take another look at the Doppler to exactly see which rain we're getting. But it was <laughs> it was it was nasty last night in San Francisco. It was like falling sideways, and the wind was crazy. Uh, and you obviously saw the, the people having problems hanging on to the ball. But they are saying 15 to 20 mile an hour sustained winds tonight with stronger gusts. Uh, wet. The forecast calls for wetness. Who, does, who, who gets the advantage and two, there? A two turnover-prone quarterbacks, that's too. Right. That, that's the interesting thing, right? That's right. You know, it's like who can protect the football the best? Two, and two coaches that, that, that really spent a lot of time working on turnovers and creating turnovers. To me, this is a game about, you know, I like New Orleans' defense. I think New Orleans has played good defense pretty much all season. They're coming off a bye, although we, what we've seen off these byes is, you know, the Jets came off a bye. How'd that work out for them? Yikes. You know? I mean, some of the San Francisco came off a bye. How's that working out for them? Yikes. You know, so some of, the, some of these byes don't always work out because I think what we lose sight of, we think the bye is a great opportunity, but, but the players don't practice on the bye. They have one practice. It takes. It's almost like the opening game of the year. It takes a little bit of time to get going again. Where do they? Do they what do they do for the week? Do they actually get the week off? Just meetings. No, well, pretty much. I think they they have to have five days off. I think they have to have five. Is that it? Okay. So uh, most of the teams will practice on a Wednesday, and then they give them Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then come back in. They got to have like four days off. Yeah, the Saints coming off a of bye. Defeated Washington 33-22 week five. Saints, again, dealing with injuries as well. Both teams are. They're straight. They're three and two straight up and ATS this year as they head to Seattle. You look at Seattle and you think immediately home field advantage. Well, again, the road teams this year, 54 and 49 straight up. They also lead ATS. So we've seen the home field advantage not matter. If you consider Seattle to be a different story, maybe so. I do. I, you know, but Seattle hasn't won a game up there. Tennessee went in there and beat them. That's right. You know, and, and t- Seattle, you know, I know they have Jamal Adams. And get ready to listen to how great he is tonight. Please, mm-hmm. please. He's <laughs> tremendous, Patrick. He's one of the greatest defensive players of all time. You just, a- just ask him. Uh, you know, but they have Jamal Adams. I mean, how are they going to stop the run? How can they stop the pass, the scheme? Sean Payton versus Ken Norton. Who you like in that matchup? You know? Yeah. Dennis Allen versus Sh- Shane Walton. Who you like in that matchup? Mm-hmm. You know, so Geno Smith was mistake-free in Pittsburgh, but I think the Seattle, de- I mean, the Saints defense is much better than Seattle. That's it. It really comes down to, listen, New Orleans has the 31st 
ranked passing attack in football. They're averaging like 100, uh, below 170, but when it comes to their defense, they're stingy. They're fourth in the league in scoring defense, the Saints, and they're seventh in the league in third down conversion rate. So that's really, it's, it's the antithesis of what we think when we think of a Peyton team. It's the defense that's carrying this team right now. Yeah, now I don't think we're going to have Taysom Hill tonight. So that means it's all Jameis Winston, and I don't know what they're going to do on all those short yardage plays. That'll be interesting to see and how they operate that. But one thing you do know is Peyton's pretty good at calling a game, understanding a game, adjusting to the game. feel like we could see a lot of Alvin Kamara, who has had an up-and-down year, but extended handoffs, little passes out to the flat, get him open in a wet condition and see what he can do, right? I think this is going to be a game where Sean's saying to himself, look, we're not going to lose this game. They're not going to they're not going to score 30. It's not Russell Wilson on the other sideline. We don't have to play a, we don't have to play a tennis game here. We can hold serve against Geno. We got to make sure we don't get the ball thrown over our head by D Metcalf. We've got to make sure we keep Tyler Lockett from beating us down the field. Make them work the ball down the field and force them to give the ball to Alec Collins. Force them to become more of a run team. And then, you know, see what we can do and then get the game into the fourth quarter and win it there. Okay, so there's so much to unpack with the Chiefs, and I'll, I'll set you up systematically here. The Titans beat the Chiefs 27-3. to You know, that number closed close to 60 at a couple of books. It was 59. Certainly not a shootout. Tennessee cashes that plus four ticket. Three turnovers. The turnovers continue for Mahomes. A scary injury for Mahomes. We'll start here. Obviously, defensively, they could go down as one of the worst defensive teams ever. But let's start with the offense of Mahomes. Is he trying too hard? Like, what is – what are you seeing from Mahomes? I think the, the offensive line's bad. I think for all the fanfare about how good they were on the offensive line, and me included talking about it, if you watched that game yesterday, they got they got beat up up front. I mean, Orlando Brown was terrible in that game. Their their tackles were not good. Mahomes is getting hit way too much. And he's got to hold the ball longer now, Patrick, because the way teams have played them lately, they're playing a cover two. They're playing a shell. They're saying, look, we're not going to let Tyreek Hill beat us down the field. He's got to, he, Tyreek Hill averages 12 yards a catch. We're not going to let him beat us down the field. We're going to make you work the ball down the field. We're going to see if your line can hold up. We know you're not going to run the ball. We're not worried about you calling run plays. You're not going to do that. But if we can get you in enough third downs, and the you know, Chiefs were in 11 third downs yesterday, they only converted four of them. A tip pass, a drop. You know, We take Hill away. We focus on Kelsey, and then who's going to beat us? Josh Gordon's not going to. That's one of those. I thought that was a stupid signing. Josh Gordon hasn't been a good player since 15. You know, I mean, what's he going to do for him? But I think the bigger issue when you watch this team, Orlando Brown is not a left tackle. He's a right tackle. Because when it's all pass, and it's always all pass in Kansas City, they're going right by him. And Mahomes is being uh, careless with the football. You know, he does some things that you shouldn't do. And they're giving games away. I mean, this is going to challenge Andy Reid. They're fundamentally, they're not sound on defense. They've never been. They've never been fundamentally sound. But at least this game, you can honestly say to yourself, honestly, they didn't lose the game because Henry averaged three yards a carry. Yep. They can't cover anybody. Time of possession, 36 to 23 turnovers in favor of Tennessee. You just nailed it as far as Henry. 29 carries, 86 yards. If you saw, if you said to Andy Reid, you get 29 carries, 86 yards before the game, you'd think they'd beat the Tennessee Titans, but it was Tannehill, and it was just, I mean, they were just picking them apart in the secondary. Yeah, but here's the thing. They've had the ball 23 minutes before in the past, and they've amassed 500 yards, and they've scored 34 points before. Yeah. You know, now, because the way teams are playing them and they're not giving them any big plays, you know, when you don't give them a big play, right, and you don't you say work the ball down the field, no big plays. I mean, yesterday, the longest pass play was 25 yards. 25 yards was the longest pass play. I mean, you're not going to beat anybody doing that. You know, that, I mean, you know, you, uh, uh, Tyreek Hill's longest pass play was 17. Hill and Kelsey averaged under 10 yards a catch. They had 13 catches. They averaged, between the two of them, they averaged about 8-7 eight, eight, a catch in those 13 catches. They'll do that. You'll do that all day. This, is, and this, this game was the opposite of the Cincinnati-Baltimore game, where Baltimore gave up way too many big plays. Tennessee didn't give up a big play. Tennessee was more than happy to let you work the ball down the field and get you in third down, but then you didn't convert third down. 
Question about the Kansas City offense. It seems to lack balance. I mean, Mahomes was your leading rusher yesterday. Are defenses catching up to the intricacies, or is this something they can rectify? Well, they know he doesn't want to call runs. They know he hates calling runs. So they play a cover two shell. They encourage them to call runs, you know, and, and, and eventually he gets bored calling runs. He gets bored calling runs. And, you know, and then, you know, they, they, they get into a situation where it becomes problematic. And, you know, they get him in third down. He, they know he's going to get bored. They're basically playing $2 blackjack with him, and he's going to get bored. They essentially ran the ball 11 times. And, and you know, I, I don't care. I don't, you know, I know they got behind 14 to nothing early. You know, it was 14 to nothing in the first quarter. But that's still, you know, they're going to give you these runs. You got to take them. They're going to play two high safeties. You got to take it. Tyreek Hill had a run. You know, Chad it, what had happens run. is, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, what happens is, y- 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 if you don't want to run the ball, you don't feel good about your backs, and you know, all of a sudden you're in third and eleven. Third and elevens are hard to convert, especially if the team understands how to control Mahomes in the pocket. Yeah, I brought up Hill and Henny because Mahomes had six carries. Daryl Williams, their lead back, had five. So this is just not yeah. an offense that came into it expecting. And you mentioned he gets bored. I understand getting bored with Patrick Mahomes as you know, something to play with, but Tennessee was just sitting on the pass. Bless you. Tennessee they, was they, sit, were. they were sitting on Thank the pass. You. They were sitting on the pass, and, and they know Andy's going to get bored. And then when they got behind, they get desperate. Can they turn it around in Kansas City? Not if they don't get stops. Yesterday was the tennis match. They didn't even play tennis yesterday. You got to get stopped. You can never get control of a game if your defense can't control it. They were playing ping pong yesterday, which is fun, but not yep. football. We come back, Thomas Gable, how to go out at the Borgata yesterday in Jersey. We'll find out. It's the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, the betting splits helps you put together that number and we've got it now at vsin.com. Latest betting splits on every game. Find out which games are seeing the most tickets written. You get odds, data, and analysis for every game. It's it's wonderful. Go check it out right now vsin.com for those betting splits. As we get you back here on the Lombardi line, he's Michael Lombardi. Hanging out in Jersey, I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. On the weekends, of course, Michael is at the Borgata. The race and sportsbook director of the Borgata is Thomas Gable, and he joins us now. And TG, first off, hope you're doing well on this Monday. Let's get a feel for how it went at the Borgata. Favorites were 6-4 and four straight up, and, you know, split 5-5 five and five ATS. Was it a ho-hum day? How'd it go? Yeah, it was, Patrick. Uh, it really was. And watching the games, I mean, there just wasn't many games that were that exciting to watch, I don't think. Like, it just a mm-hmm. lot of uh, games that were not close at all, not even with the spread. Uh, so, yeah, it was. Uh, we, took a, we took a loss on the day, but this is probably three straight weeks now for most books uh, losing. I, you know, we didn't lose last weekend. We were spared that bloodbath last Sunday, but... Um, I know probably a lot of books are reporting losses here three straight Sundays in a row. Thomas, uh, Houston, 18-and-a-half-point dogs, they still don't cover. I mean, they got the Rams coming in. I, initially, I saw the line at 14-and-a-half, 15. I mean, do you think you could ever get the power rating right on these Houston Texans? I mean, how bad are they? Well, remember, that game closed 20. So the Cardinals got bet yesterday for sure um you know and now you're hearing some rumblings tyrod taylor uh might be back mm-hmm. for houston so uh certainly that's going to affect the number where we opened 14 and a half for the rams game uh next sunday so we'll we'll see it, but you're right it's very tough to uh to handicap the, these teams especially when they're on their second or third string quarterback uh, question for you yeah, about I mean, the, that's, oh, to me that's been the hardest thing though, Patrick. The hardest thing has been handicapping the bad teams and making the numbers seem like it's it's really going to be worthwhile. Yeah. You know, I, I I I think that's really hard. And the Houston, I mean, I I had it power ranked to be a seventeen point, and I felt like okay, you know, at seventeen, I thought Arizona would call off the dogs. They didn't. 
But, you know, now I'm wondering that 17 wasn't even close to being enough. And that's after the text. That's after the Cardinals playing terrible for a quarter and a half. So they essentially covered 20, uh, half of the second, third, and fourth quarter, where they didn't call anything off, as you just astutely pointed out. The two games I want to ask you about, did you make out well with the Bengals covering and the the Titans covering, or was the public a little bit more uh, sage with those two bets? So the Titans Chiefs, that was our worst decision of the day. Uh, we took some bigger money on on Tennessee in that, and uh, I mean the Chiefs. I don't know what you can say about that. We talked about that game yesterday, and I don't know if the power rating on the Chiefs just I had a power rate power rated too high, and maybe Tennessee too low, or maybe a combination of both. But the Chiefs just looked really bad in that game, um, and then the. Bengals and Ravens. Um, we did win a little bit on that, especially with the teasers uh, teasing the Ravens yeah. down. But what a great performance, though, from uh, from Joe Burrow and company with the Bengals. Um, you know, they look for real right now. They do the the two the teasers, which I'm guessing you know Michael taking the Ravens down to a pick'em, and then everybody had that with either the Packers. Or I'm guessing New England coming down from seven, right, Thomas? Yeah, and can we just talk about this Packers game for a minute? I I, I didn't watch <laughs> this game in its entirety. The red zone. But every time I looked at the screen, the yeah, Washington was in the red zone and just could not score. And it was it was like every time, like was this a replay? Did I already see this? But no, it's the same thing happening over and over to them. That was ugly. I mean, they had Heineke. Heineke's going to walk in the end zone for a touchdown, and he starts to slide, and he doesn't get in. And the next thing you know, they don't score on that drive. I mean, you know, it's one of those where, where I, I say this, don't, I don't trust Washington. You know, I put the Washington football team in the category. I don't care who they're playing. I don't trust them. Because, you know, on paper, on my power rankings, I don't know about you, that, I, that was a Washington play. You know, that was, and, and when you're watching the game, you think that's right. But there's something about Washington. The details never get covered. They make too many mistakes. You know who else belongs in that category is the Philadelphia Eagles. Whatever the power yeah, ranking yeah. is, I think you've got to really, you know, because of the, the way they make no adjustments during a game, the way their offense yep. has had no, no, no feel week in to week out. We're, we're seven weeks into the season, and their offense hasn't really improved. It's Jalen Hurts run around. Yeah, and and I think this was correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this may have been the first time all year that they had a lead in a game to start. That they they started hmm. a game in the lead. They they came out, they scored first. Yep. Um, so they're not playing from behind right away. But same old story, and that comes down to the coaching staff. Michael hit the nail on the head. There was just no adjustments going on with Philadelphia. It's um, you know and. There was a ton of steam on Philadelphia going into that game. Uh, they got didn't you close it? Didn't you? Were, that's right. You closed to pick them. We closed to pick them. Well, I closed. I closed Raiders uh, laying one point, but um, yeah, definitely the Eagles. Uh, there was steam on them, and man, they just. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that performance. I mean, it's just more of the same. <laughs> I'm guessing the vibe is not too good near you, you two in Philadelphia there today. Okay, transition. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's only going to get worse, and and you know they have your they're going to play Detroit, you mm. know, and and I promise you they'll be, you know, and, and when I got in here this morning early, Patrick, you know, I, the first thing I looked at was where was that line, and and you know, Detroit is getting bet. Detroit, you know, people are betting, and you know, people. Thomas, you can talk about this. People that bet on Monday are usually usually people that are have have algorithms, or they're kind of really fully mm-hmm. vested in the game. Yep. Yeah, no, you're right. That that's the people who you know they want to look at those virgin lines, and they're going to bet off whatever their model is showing. So, yeah, you're right on that. And um, you know, this is this, listen. This is a game here where I think we're going to see. Here, probably of Eagle money because it is, but um, this is a stay away game already. I'm saying for me, it'd be a stay away game. Yeah, we got Philly lane three at Detroit. What Philly has to understand is it's going to be a physical game. They have to understand for it, they're going to be competing against a team that's going to play hard. Now, let's, uh, let's, <laughs> sorry, I can't help it. Let's talk about New Orleans and Seattle. 
where it is going to be rainy, so I'm guessing that's why you brought the total down here. Where are you sitting with New Orleans favored? Yeah, uh, New Orleans favored by four, total 41.5. The total has dropped from uh, the opener 44. Uh, this has gotten as high as the Saints laying 5.5. Uh, it opened 3.5, touched 5.5, now back down to 4. 70% of the tickets on the Saints here, but more money on Seattle, just by a little bit, 55% of the money on Seattle currently. Um, but this is a game here where, again, we talked about people's power ratings, Michael's power ratings. This is one here where I don't know if the market, or maybe the market is giving too much uh, to Geno Smith. I, I just I think there's too much of a drop-off there between him and Wilson and Seattle's not going to be able to run the ball here on the Saints defense. Yeah, I mean, that's that, that, you know, last week, I think it's a little bit of a trap. We haven't seen the real Geno. Can the real Geno kind of show us who he is? Because he will make mistakes. And, and Dennis Allen's coverages, they're a little bit harder to figure out. It's not going to be as easy as Pittsburgh. And I, I think it's a problem. But, you know, I, I, I'm shocked more people on Seattle on the points here because to get Seattle at home with points is a rare occurrence. The total, are you, were, were, are you getting any early money as an indicator which way you're going to end up? Uh, this may actually uh, go up slightly here. I'm, I am starting to take some uh, money on the over, so we might we might bump this up a little bit. What happened last night on the total, which obviously cleared the over? It was it was wild because we haven't seen conditions like that yeah. in a game in a while. Right, and you know I don't know. I mean, certainly there are people paying attention to the weather, but when people started watching that game and seeing how bad it really was. And they started betting the second half there at halftime. Everybody was pounding the under in the second half, and that that flew over that second half. Would you hang twenty? So. Sorry to interrupt. What was it? Did you hang twenty at the half? Uh, twenty and a half. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, what a brutal! I know so many friends that were live <laughs> hammering just under, under, under with each score. You know, expecting it to correct itself, yeah. and it just it just never happened. Um, okay, so kind of a wash for you over at the Borgata in the last thirty seconds yesterday. Yeah, I mean, we definitely lost on the day, but, uh, you know, the weekend overall, we had a really strong Saturday, so I I can't complain. We we made our money on Saturday for the weekend. Fellas, I'm looking up. I still can't believe Penn State lost at home to Illinois. What the hell? (laughs) They're they're replaying the game, and I'm just like, talk about a look-ahead spot. Ohio State next week, you're seventh in the country, and you lose to that team, that offensive team. At home. At home. At home. Joke. Thomas, Suddenly that game loses some cachet for next Saturday. Oh, absolutely. Have a great Monday, Thomas. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you Thomas. Okay, William Hill joins us next here on the Lombardi Line. We'll recap week seven. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We are now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, tonight, Monday Night Football, the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM is the place to be. New Orleans or Seattle, if either team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 in free bets, regardless of the bet's outcome. So, again, $10 to win $200 tonight. Either team scores a touchdown. You just have to use the bonus code VSIN200, V-S-I-N-200. Enjoy football like never before at BetMGM. Live betting option, boosted odds specials, and much more. VSIN200 tonight. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions or just simply download the app. It's 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Now, we get you back here on a Monday, of course, New Orleans, Seattle tonight. He's Michael Lombardi. I'm Patrick Maher. We bring in Will Hill, Point Spread Weekly, uh, the Green Zone, and we say hi to Will. Will, we'll just start with the recap. Takeaways from Week 7 Sunday. What do you got? Yeah, I thought the uh, the games were absolutely terrible. I thought my picks were terrible. Other than that, I had a really good time. It was fun. Um, look, I still don't know how I lost Washington. I mean, Washington ran for 200 yards. They gave up 57 rushing yards to Green Bay. They outgained it by 130 yards. I think they had six trips in the red zone. You're getting nine and a half, and you don't cover. You don't even come close. It, it's really hard to believe. One thing I didn't understand, Heineke, you mentioned he could have walked in the end zone. He slides. He's down at the half-yard line. The next play, he tries to QB sneak. He loses control, gets it back, sticks it over. It looks like a touchdown. They review it, and they say he didn't get in. Now, the only way he didn't get in is forward progress. Well, if it's forward progress, that's not reviewable. You can't let him lose a challenge and not give him the touchdown. It was just one of those where, you know, I didn't really understand. It was uh, I think hard they to believe. Ruled, Will, they ruled on that. Once he fumbled and recaptured the ball, the play was done. That was it. And that's why he, they stopped him. And, uh, you know, and then whatever he did after he recaptured the fumble didn't count. What would have killed the play, though? Because he wasn't down. He was still airborne. I don't know if people watching and people listening right now saw the play, but it's a weird play where he I think it, I think when the ball was this, the ball got displaced, and then he recovered it. Then that that's when they blew the whistle as he recovered a fumble, like he were laying on the ground. May yeah, interesting. May I was, ask you both? Yeah, because Will, yeah. I know you you and I were both on. Uh, I liked Washington in the game as well. May I ask you both? Does Green Bay give you? the appearance of a team that would have been, they would have rather been anywhere but Washington and they're just kind of going through the motions. It's a weird team, the kind of just the overall vibe. And they're so, and those two are so good. Will, you and I were texting about Adams and of course Rogers where they, they cover up so much on that green Bay team. Will. Yeah, they really do. And it's just, there's so many injuries on defense. The offensive line is okay. I think that, you know, it's been maybe a little better. It's not killing them where maybe people thought it might be. But look, the schedule's it's about to change because the schedule's been really easy. They've been on cruise control. It's about to change. These next few weeks they have, I mean, still got to deal with the Chiefs. I, I know they're not the same Chiefs as they've been, but you got the Cardinals, the Chiefs, the Ravens, the Browns, the Vikings. So the party's over a little bit. We're going to find out just exactly how good Green Bay is coming up here. What do you think about Green Bay, Michael? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I mean, look, I, I think Green Bay is, you know, I've said this all along, he's a great deodorant for all the sins of their team, Rodgers, you know, and even when they don't play their A game, he's able to make enough. I mean, last week, I didn't think they played well against Chicago, you know, and they ended up winning by 10. They cover that line, you know, so they just have an ability because of, he's so good. And, I mean, Will's right. Look, but to me, one of the reasons I don't like Washington is because they, there's something there. Something always happens with Washington. There's always something, you know, you know, that's a unique play or this. They move the ball, but they can't score. In the second half of the Chiefs game, they move the ball, they can't score. You know, and they're, to me, I don't think they're well-coached offensively, defensively, or in the kicking game. 
Terry McLaurin had a bad drop too. He's a stud. Seven receptions, 122 yards, uh, but he had a bad drop. It's just, it's a weird. It's, go ahead, Will. I know you want to say something. Oh, you you illustrated perfectly. A ball hit him right in the face, mask. I mean, oh. it, it was almost com- not not comical because our money got lit on fire. But they had first and goal four times. They came away with a combined three points. I mean, even if you just kick <laughs> field goals down, you covered. Brad, it's, it's hard to believe. It, it, it is. It's almost impossible to do what they did yesterday. Um, what do you think last night? Yeah, I think the two of you were both on the Colts big time, and the Colts end up winning outright on the field as three-and-a-half-point dogs. Yeah, that was fun with the weather, everyone dropping the ball, everyone, every you know, every other play, basically. That first half under I was on uh, also, I almost stole that one because there were 19 points yeah. early in the second. Order Wentz at first and goal throws an interception, then nobody scores. You know, for, for almost the rest of the half, I think it was Samuel fumbled before the half, and the Colts get the touchdown. But that was fun. Anytime you get weather like that, it's just you know, bad weather and football go hand in hand. You know, that was when Wentz turned that ball over in the red zone, Patrick. I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, this is as bad as it gets down here. But you know, he made enough plays with his feet, and then, like I said, 177 yards in, in penalties. You know, in terms of pass interference penalties, you're gonna you're gonna lose every game when you do give that up. He was making a statement. He was not interested in sliding. Do you notice that, Will and Michael no. from Wentz? He yeah. was he was he was into it. Yeah, and I I've noticed weather, people, though, Patrick. I, 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 no, go ahead. Well, I think in that weather, you got to have a running quarterback. Because there's too many bad plays. You know, the ball bobble. You got to be able. The quarterback's got to take off and run. And one of the things the 49ers couldn't do is Garoppolo couldn't run. Yeah, with the calf. What do you got, Will? I I didn't think San Francisco looked particularly well coached. And I've been saying this for a while. I know you like him, and I think he's a good coach. But, man, Kyle Shanahan, he's had one year where they went to the Super Bowl, had a, a winning season. Other than that, I mean, he hasn't won a whole lot. Last night, he had it was a weird situation where he didn't use the timeouts on defense. They ran out of time at the, at the end of the half. It's just, man, the, the bloom's kind of off the rose there. They're, what, now two and four? They not that he's in trouble or anything, but I, I just think, you know, he, he gets a lot of uh, mileage out of that one season. Well, he gets a lot of mileage out of being a great offensive coach, right? And and his offense always performs, but as a head coach, you know, without a quarterback, he's seven and twenty-two, you know, and he had the one good season, and and they're losing games this year that you know they probably are the better team. Yeah, it's, it's Super Bowl expectations, as Will just said, two and four. It's not exactly what Shanahan had expected out of this forty-nine er team. Okay, well. Just give it. Let's get to your thoughts. We'll go side and total. Uh, thoughts on the side. New Orleans, obviously, Seattle. Geno Smith uh, open three and a half. It's been bet up to four. It's going to be windy. It's going to should be wet there up in Seattle. What do you got here on the side? Would lean towards the Seahawks just because I think it's probably a pretty similar game with, the, to, with Pittsburgh last week where there's just points are at a premium and it's just so low scoring that anything over a field goal is value. I would think the Saints would win, so maybe if you take the Saints, you lay a little extra with the money line. Probably a stay away from me. My one play here, I did play under first half 21. It's down to 20 and a half most places. I would buy the half a point or just lay the extra juice and try to get under 21. Uh, Geno Smith threw it 32 times last week, but they really didn't ask him to do a whole lot. It was a lot of safer throws. Uh, you know, they're going to try to stay out of third and long tonight because if they get in third and long, I think the Saints, Dennis Allen, they'll blitz the hell out of Geno Smith. I think Seattle will try to avoid that. So I think both teams will probably be pretty conservative on offense. So I look for a lower scoring game. So hesitant to lay four in a game that I think will be low scoring, even though I think the Saints are the better team. You mentioned you know, I, I agree. I think, you know, I, I think this is going to be a game where the, the other coordinators got to make the bad quarterback play bad. You know, and, you know, can Jameis Winston, who's turned the ball over at a high level, or Geno Smith, who's prone to turnovers? I mean, it's going to come down to as simply as that. Which quarterback who's prone to turnovers turns it over tonight? And I think I lean towards Geno. And you mentioned, Will, you kind of like the under here, open 44 down to 41 and a half. So maybe we're not getting the best number. But again, inclement weather, which didn't obviously have an impact on the total last night. But your thoughts on the total here? Yeah, I would lean under just because I think, you know, Seattle really got back into that game last week. They're down 14 nothing. They came out of the half. They score on a 10-play drive. Nine of them were running plays. So I think Pete Carroll, he's dying to run the ball. When he's got Wilson at quarterback, he's dying to run the ball. I think they'll run the hell out of the ball tonight. That shortens the game, you know, runs the clock. So, look, two bad quarterbacks, bad weather. That could mean over, too. I mean, you could get pick sixes here, too. But I would just lean towards an under just because I think both teams will probably be pretty offensively. Okay, tomorrow. 
Just quickly, we've got two minutes here. Uh, Michael's Astros will get going against the Braves there in Houston. Series price, 150 You and I were texting about that. The Astros laying $1.50, coming back the other way with the Braves. I'm with you as far as the series, just because of the pitching with the Braves. Is Do you have an overall feel for this? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it would open up like minus 180. Then it opens up minus 125. At, at 180, I would have liked the, you know, the, the Braves plus money. At 125, I thought that was a little short. Now we're kind of in the middle here. I like the Braves. I just think that top three of the rotation, you know, it's pretty similar to the series two years ago against Washington. Uh, you know, a team from the NL East with really good top three starting rotation, uh, a team that kind of came out of nowhere in Atlanta, uh, a pretty deep lineup. There's a big edge for Atlanta in terms of the rotation. McCullers is out for Houston. Now, Houston's got a, a ridiculous lineup. They got the extra game at home. I think it'll be a long series, but I think if you're getting plus money with Atlanta, that's who, I'm, that's who I did play. I, I like the Braves here at a plus price. Should be a good series. Nobody's going to watch it, but it'll be a good series. <laughs> we, you and I will be the only ones. Lance McCullers, by the way, for your Astros, Michael, has officially been ruled out, which is he is their best pitcher. That's I huge. I heard that, yes. Yeah. That is yeah, big. I know. I've heard that. That's Yeah, but I think Will's right. Not a lot of people are going to be tuning into this one. <laughs> No, it's funny. The World Series numbers juxtaposed to a Thursday night bad matchup in the NFL. That's what not really, even that's close. not even that's what you really need to when you understand the power of the NFL. The power of of course Will Hill. Not the Will Hill on Twitter. Thank you, Will. Decent.com Thanks, slash Will. subscribe. See Appreciate you guys. Absolutely. There he is, Will Hill with the background looking sharp there. We continue here on a Monday edition. We'll delve more into Monday Night Football as well. It's Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.